Today is February the 17th. What do we do when the burden of life overwhelms us? Let's find out together as we listen to Jesus' words. As we read through the Bible in a year, Thursdays and Fridays are dedicated to the New Testament. I'd like you to read Matthew chapter 11 and Luke chapter 7, verses 18 to 35. Those are parallel passages. We're going to spend our time in Matthew chapter 11. We start hearing about interaction between Jesus and John the Baptist. Now John, at this point, happens to be in prison. He's in prison because uh, he has said something very unpopular to King Herod. This is not the same Herod that um, had the babies of Bethlehem killed. This is his son. His name is Herod Antipas. Herod Antipas, like his father, is not popular to the Jewish population. Herod and Tippus, like his father, are Samaritans. They're hated by the Jewish population. But Herod and Tippus, at one point, saw that a brother of his named Philip, this is not Philip the Tetrarch, it's another brother, another um, descendant of Herod, who named his sons, more than one, Philip. His brother Philip had married a woman named Herodias. Herodias was Jewish, completely Jewish. In fact, she was of the family of the Maccabees, who had ruled Israel, was the last popular ruler in all of Israel. They had died out some hundred years before. Rome had been in control since then. Herod decided to divorce his first wife and marry Philip's wife, Herodias, because she was a good Jewish woman with a good bloodline. John spoke up and said, you can't do that. You've married your brother's wife. That's inappropriate. And so Herod took John and had him thrown in prison. Now what we know about John is that he's an outdoor man. Um, he lived in leather clothing. He ate wild honey and locusts, insects. He was an outdoorsman. He was a mountain man and he's in prison. He is locked away in Herod's dungeon. I can imagine the depression that John would have felt. Depressed because his normal life, his life in the wilderness, his life by the river, was denied to him. 
He was locked away. He couldn't even see sunlight in the midst of his depression. He calls his disciples, Matthew chapter 11, verse 3. He says to his disciples, go to Jesus and ask this question. Are you the Messiah we've been expecting or should we keep looking for someone else? John's depressed and in his depression, he begins to look at his own life. Now previously, he had told his disciples as Jesus walked by, there's the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Some of his disciples began to follow Jesus, and John was happy about that. But there were others that still followed John. In the midst of his depression in prison, he begins to question his own life. He begins to question what he had thought. So he says, go ask Jesus. Are you indeed the Messiah? They do. And in verse 4, Jesus gave this answer to his disciples. Go back to John and tell him what you have seen and heard. The blind see. The lame walk. The lepers are cured. The deaf hear. The dead are raised to life. And good news is being preached. To the poor and then tell him God blesses those who don't turn away because of me now that's a strange answer God blesses those who don't fall away literally who don't see me as a stumbling block and trip over me and turn away. John's disciples returned to John. They gave him that message. Jesus goes on, but we're going to follow John's disciples for just a little bit. They go back to Jesus, uh, they go back to John with Jesus' answer. What was that answer? The blind see, the lame walk, lepers are cured, the deaf hear, the dead are being raised to life. All of these are things that the Old Testament predicts will happen when the Messiah comes. Are you the Messiah or do we wait for somebody else? All of these things are things that the Messiah would do. And then, to cap it all off, Jesus quotes Isaiah chapter 61. A messianic prophecy as clear as day. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. Jesus says that the next phrase out of Jesus' mouth in Matthew chapter 11 is the good news is preached to the poor. Isaiah goes on. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted, to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. But Jesus doesn't quote that part of Isaiah to John's disciples. John's disciples returned to John all excited. 
They say, Jesus said to tell you, the lame walk, the blind see, the deaf hear. Even the dead are brought back to life. All things that was commonly held that the Messiah would do. John said, did he say anything else? They said, yes. He said to tell you that the good news is being preached to the poor. He's quoting Isaiah 61.1. And John knew it. And John said, did he say anything else? And they said, no. John knew the next line was the prisoner's would be freed. And John the prisoner wanted so much to hear those words. Then one of his disciples said, oh wait, he did say one other thing. Blessed are those who don't turn away because of me. It may be that only Jesus and John truly understood what Jesus was saying. But to me, it seems very clear that Jesus was saying, John, you'll not be released. You will die in prison. But blessed are those who don't turn away even when the burdens of life are overwhelming. Now to the crowd, Matthew chapter 11, Jesus goes on and he says, there is none greater than John the Baptist. Jesus goes on and he talks about the unbelievers who have put John in prison. And he says, woe is you. Then he gives thanks for what God is doing. And then he finishes chapter 11 with these words. Come to me, you who are weary, and carry heavy burdens. I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I'm humble and gentle at heart. You'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy to bear. And the burden I give you is light. He gives this verse in the context of having just told John the Baptist that he would die in prison. Jesus' yoke, in comparison with the burden of the world, is light. Blessed are you when you don't fall away because of the overwhelming burden that you may be facing. Instead, Jesus says, come to me. Give me your burden and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke on you. It's light because he is there to carry it with us. What do we do when the burden of life is overwhelming? Give the burden to Jesus. Let him carry it for you. 
take his burden in its place. His burden is light. His yoke is easy. Simply say to him, I'll follow. Please like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you use to listen to this devotional. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, is it bad to gossip? <laughs>